Okay, guys and girls, good evening. Um, before we start the podcast, I'd just like to make a small, well, it is kind of a major announcement, but also a small announcement. Um, I've had a falling out with Lalit due to my inability to, uh, basically life. I'm really bad at planning and stuff, and um, I was like telling her about this plans we had that I had to cancel. Uh, and she understandably was upset with me, and at the moment we're not talking. Um, and it's totally my fault, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with me, so that's fine. That's absolutely fine, because it's my bad. And uh, if she wants to be part of the podcast still later on down the line, or even wants to be a friend with mine still later on down the line, she's always welcome. So um, that's like one of the two pieces out of the way. The other piece is, you'll notice that the podcast name has changed, and that's because... It was very egotistical to have my own name on my own podcast, and with recent events as well, um, it felt like we needed to have a more inclusive name for the podcast, because at the end of the day, it's not just me, Dolph, and Lala. There's other people that join us quite regularly, and other people I want to join us quite regularly, and just like dip in, give their information and their bits and bobs, and maybe like you know have them as recurring people. Like Dolph was a recurring guest, and now he's one of the mainstays. So... Um, that's another reason why now that it's changed in the name of the podcast. So, uh, we've got those two bits of vital information out of the way, so you're not confused with what's going on. Um, like I said, it's been a, f a couple of days since with the fallout and everything, so I'm in a better mood than I was. And, um, I'd like to introduce you guys to episode 23 of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast with me, Lars, and a good friend, Dolph. hey -o. So, um, yeah. <laughs> it's been a shitty so, weekend for me, but other than that, eh. <coughs> how's your weekend been? You had a good weekend. Uh, there's, there's a few things I need to mention in the podcast about my weekend, but <laughs> yeah, but it's um, it's going to be an interesting week or two for me, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, but anything to add before we start off with the first topic, or um, should we or should we go in raw and start? Well. No spit, no like I said, the, the announcements at the beginning of the show, um, I don't want anybody giving shit to Lala, by the way. This is another thing. I don't want any problems or anyone going at her because she doesn't want to be on the show, if she doesn't want to be my friend or anything like that. That is fine. That is her decision, and I'm standing by that decision because I'm the one that fucked up. I'm the one you should be giving shit to. I'm the one that's a fucking useless person. So, I don't want anybody shit talking or bad mouthing or badgering her leave her be if she wants to come back she'll come back if she wants to be my friend again she'll be my friend again i don't want anyone fucking trying to big me up or anything like that this is not what i'm wanting i'm wanting this to resolve itself on its own so that's that's my like little pre-show announcement extra <laughs> that's in the podcast is just you know that's what i'm gonna get off my chest because i know some people will try and fucking try and sort it out and it's not what I want I, I want it to be sorted out between me and her in our own time yeah if it gets sorted out right um but I haven't got anything other than that so uh the first one on the today's topics now we're getting into the podcast meet uh the woman who squirted her breast milk 
at another woman in public. Now, this was a news thing I saw, and I just I had to put it in the podcast. It was one of those things where it was too good not to. Basically, this woman was in a park, breastfeeding a child. Oh, natural. Oh, natural. I, this is the thing as well. I don't understand why people get really fucking prudy and like, you shouldn't be doing that. It's wrong. It's it's basically human anatomy. That's how it works. But but we're living in an age where women's breasts are so sexualized. It's just oh, you can't do that in public. It's mm. what? Well, it's this, just wrong. This woman was approached by another woman and pretty much went blah 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 at her. And the reply of the woman was to tell her to fuck off and spray breast milk at her. <laughs> I think it's the best thing ever because all the comments I read was like I'd have told you to fuck off and been a lot less polite I'd have fucking hit you there's all these like list of things that people would have done to this woman because she'd come up and told this woman doing a very natural thing to basically cover up that. yeah to cover up yeah. don't do that it's wrong it's immoral blah 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 <laughs> It's like you're not even seeing nipple for fuck's sake. There is a kid latched onto the nipple. Unless she's whacked both of them out, then okay, that's a bit weird. Unless she's got twins, then it's, it's oh, then that's, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> but spraying breast milk at her was just like, yes! Oh, it totally has put me, like, just remembering this story has put me in such a better mood. Because <laughs> it was just, it was just, such, yes. Just, yes. I saw some of those comments as well, but oh, there was all the um the breastfeeder and all against the fucking yeah. mm, you shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. There there was no negative about the woman breastfeeding. It was all that this entitled twat had come up and had a go about her doing this. So it it was it was yeah, I'm I'm so happy that, that this woman did not receive a massive amount of shit for doing something that she's allowed to do. Also, did you know, pregnant women, if they cannot find a facility to piss in, are allowed to ask for a policeman's um, helmet in times of immediate need, and the policeman has to surrender the helmet for them to piss in. Wait, what? It's an actual law. I, I found it once. It's one of those useless Google knowledge facts that I know. That, um, if, if they cannot make a public convenience and they are busting for a piss... A policeman with those big, like, tit helmets have to, uh, if asked, have to surrender the... Damn. It's, it's like today, I'm, today, today I learned. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing is, though, if you notice, that it is actually shaped for a woman to do use. our business. Yeah, because of the way of the, the, like, the curvature of everything. It's, like, perfectly shaped. So... <laughs> we, we, we talk in here just, um, just to pride a bit. Are we talking just day number one, or...? I, d I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. <laughs> oh, God. But it's like some old bylaw that um, is not been overturned. It's like, I think there's like there are some places in the world where you can't hold a cow by a bit of string on the side of the road because that's illegal. <laughs> There are some really daft bylaws and stuff that haven't been overturned. I know for a fact that one's still going as of a couple of years ago. So. There's, there's some weird laws out there, though. Oh, yeah, there are definitely some weird laws out especially there. Over, especially over in America, they've got some weird laws. 
Yeah, I think that's where the the, the cow this came from. There's like so many towns in America or some like that, or states where it's like it's illegal to have a cow on a string in the public place. <laughs> so far, there was. I remember reading a law um, in Canada. So I don't know if it's still going on, but apparently it was illegal to um, give a, a live moose alcohol or something. <laughs> one of those one of those weird laws like that. Although, was it in Austin, Texas? It is legal for a woman to be topless anywhere a man can be topless. So, if there is a guy topless at the beach, a woman can be topless at the beach because of said rule. Yeah. It's not illegal. So, basically, uh, apparently, according to like the Rooster Teeth guys that I listen to a lot of their podcasts, they will regularly see topless women just walking down the middle of uh, like the high street and that on the evenings and like uh, where all the nightclubs and that are because there are topless men. Yeah. So, I think that's cool progression because... In a world of like overly sensitive and sexualized and blah 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 and feminism, this works well because they are allowed to do exactly what we're allowed to do, and then if it offends people, well, that's their fucking fault. Mm. So, I, I like those ideas and stuff. And <laughs> Squirt Boob Woman, just uh, congratulations to her um, for doing exactly what most women would have done if they were feeding their child and someone told them they couldn't. To be fair, she I'm can... surprised she didn't get up and fucking lay that woman out. I'm kind of surprised she didn't give them both barrels. <laughs> well, the kid was probably still on the other one, so... Yeah, true. Oh, so, alright, we'll move on to the next topic then. This is going to be a, a... I don't want to say a short one, but whenever we say it's a short one, it drags. We end up, like, yeah. talking fucking crazy. Yeah, so... And reminiscent of, um... Deja Vu. Yes. So, um... Disney's live-action movie. They've already shown a trailer for it. The Aladdin uh, remake. I've not seen this yet. (laughs) Will Smith is the genie. And (laughs) people are getting really, really, like, fucked off with how he looks. Apparently, he he looks weird. And I'm like, it's not that weird, really. In, like, ten years' time, when the Uncanny Valley and all that comes in, it's going to look really weird. But he's a purple genie. It's purple. He's purple. He was purple in the original Aladdin film. I thought, I thought it was more of like a bluey color, wasn't it? It's like, it's a bluey purple. I'm I'm a a guy who loves pur- like blue, and that's more of a shade of purple than it is blue. It's like a very light purple, airing towards I, a blue, but not kind really. of like a lilac, but bluish. Yeah. Okay. we'll say lilac for the the hell of it. But yeah, it, there's a lot of controversy going on about that. And my take on it is just like, well, it just looks like Will Smith dressed as a genie. But it's like his head is on a CG body. Oof. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, they try and do the, 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 the CGI um, head on a body with um, the Scorpion King, Mummy Returns, I think it was, with um, oh, but Dwayne that... Dalton. They just mapped looked- his face to it. That wasn't yeah. actually um, his his proper head. But I remember in the cinema when I first saw that, because I watched it in the cinema because I'm old, um, when he comes busting out through the door, I just turned to my mate and went, if you smell what the rock <laughs> is cooking, <laughs> and he burst out laughing because <laughs> he was the stupidest shit. But that is, I, I imagine I am not the, the most original person, and there's a load of people who've done that. 
but fucking hell. It, it I, think was all thinking at one, I think it was all thinking at one point, at one point or another. Uh-huh. But yeah, <coughs> the, the live-action Disney films, I'm not bothered with. I like the cartoon ones. There are some that I don't really care about. I mean, I like Little Mermaid when I was younger. Don't give a shit about Beauty and the Beast. Um, it's more of a, a ooh, princessy girl thing. Frozen wasn't bad. Remove the singing. It's not a bad film. Uh, Toy Story is good. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, fucking hilarious. Um, anything to do with basically Disney Pixar was good. Incredibles 1 and 2, good. Um, so, it's, it's good. I, I love those kind of... Um, I still can't believe how, it's going to, how long it's taken to actually get Incredibles 2 done, to be fair. Well, the last one was, what, 12 years ago? Something. The like first that. one? Yeah. But then again, look how long we waited for a Simpsons movie. Yeah, that was rumoured for at least five or six years before they even made a thing of that. Yeah. So, that was, um, that was cool. Well, I, I don't know. I'll add in I'm not bothered about. Do you have any other ideas who else is um, starring in the live action? Who's okay. doing um, Iago? We, not, we, we still having Gilbert Godfrey as Iago? Or? I, I think they really should if they're going to do it. Because it's one of those ones where it's a parrot. It's yeah. a, It'll be a CG parrot talking. So why the fuck wouldn't you have Gilbert Godfrey reprising his role as Iago? Because he doesn't need to be a real person. He doesn't need to have his mannerisms, really. They don't need to well, recast that one. They didn't have to. Oh, but they did have to do Genie because yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't have to have him as a live action thing. I, I think they put Will Smith's face there just to get the people. And like a PR, whatever. Yeah, and I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's uh. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm I'm not fussed. There's nothing that's going to drive me to watch that in the cinema. Nothing. Even if it was yes. like, hey, come with me, I'm an attractive big boob woman who will give you a blowjob afterwards. So That's quite okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that kind of, I'm not into that kind of fetish. What the fuck? Uh they should they should start um they should have Gilbert Coffee at Diarco though. They definitely should. I I think they'd be kicking off if it turns out he's not in the film. Is he mm. Like they did with the Sonic thing. He Look like some sort of demonic um, werewolfy oh, don't hedgehog. Don't start me on that. The, the fact that, as well, Sonic Boom, the fucking decent CGI-ish cartoon that is basically fucks with the characters, but it's not a bad one. Not a, like a shitty um, thing. Not it, like the animation is good. I just don't like the characters in it. But yeah. even Sonic mentioned he had fur. In that, and it's like you're a hedgehog. You have quills. They're not exactly. fur. And it's like I don't know if they were they were doing that because they were told oh, we're making a movie next week about a furry hedgehog. You need to mention fur. Or I, but it's just no. Just stop it. Stop it with Sonic. Don't fuck Sonic. I I really want them to just spend a couple of hundred million now to fucking fix Sonic for the films because. If they carry on with this, it's gonna bomb harder than the Mario movie, and then Sonic will uh, Sega will have like a new fucking record, shit fucking movie to go on top. It's like we beat Nintendo. What in shit movies? Yeah, but uh, I, I could go on about that all day, and I'm not. 
So the next one, <laughs> I got it from um, the Derbyshire Times website, which is my like local paper, weekly paper we have for our area, for like Chesterfield and the surrounding areas. And it was our, our one-legged feet led with um, hundreds of pounds worth of coats from three different go-out door stores and is ordered to pay nearly two grand in compensation back. Now, I was the comments were like, where did he hide the, what do you call it? Where did he hide these coats and stuff? And it's like, if he put them in his leg, I'd, I'd have been genius. But no, apparently he had uh, stuffed them down his trousers. But it was just such a surreal thing. It's like this one, one-legged thief as well. They they made out that this guy literally, like, well, hopped off with um, all this, all this fucking stuff. I'm assuming this guy had a prosthesis. I don't know. I didn't. I looked at it briefly, to be honest. This this was one that it was more the story. Like the, the name of the story was funnier than that thing. But um, apparently he was a. Drug addict who was reformed, but um, something to do with it. He lost his leg because of drugs. Reformed and then like slid back into the life of drugs, and he was nicking coats and that to basically pay for his habit. Don't quote me on this because that's probably not hundred percent correct. But um, the guy's not going to get named either, so it's not like they can really say, "Oh, you've slandered my good nature," and blah blah, because. Dude, I don't care enough to fucking find out your name. All I know is you're a one-legged thief who was caught hopping off with a couple of hundred quids worth of coats from Go Outdoors. Which, to be fair, they sell really nice stuff. But if you pay the £5 for the year and get the, the loyalty card thing, everything's pretty much half price. So 120 quid coat is like 60 quid. Damn. Yeah. I bought a £25 backpack from there the other week because it's a new backpack. It should have been like 50 quid brand new. So I was like very impressed by it. I have to see one of those stores near me, actually. I need a new backpack. Well, I had one that was like army surplus kind of ones, but it wasn't waterproof at all. The zips were fucked and the straps weren't very comfortable. So I just looked for something that was slightly bigger with a comfortable strap and was like it was material was more waterproof. This one should be. Because then it's got like space for a like a water pack in the back. Mm. So we'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> all right, next topic: Dolph and your new job. Yeah, well, I got my first shift tomorrow actually. So yeah, I've kept it a bit quiet because um, I can't go into too much detail. But the place I'm currently working at the moment is well, with Bard, it's a case of. You get, you've got to take so much per week to get a higher wage budget. But because January's been really shit for bar work, it always isn't any bar. I've been hardly getting any hours, so I'm a bit, well, stuffed for cash, basically. Mm. But it's, um, it's basically, I got an offer for an interview at the end of January for this place I'm applied to. I have to assume as well with your bar work, you're on a zero-hour contract. Uh, no, actually, my contract is fifteen minimum per week, so they have I've to got give have, you fifteen. Minimum. They have to give me fifteen minimum. That's not too but, yeah. bad, then, I suppose. No, mine's but, like a twenty-four hour contract, twenty-three. I used to get between twenty-five and thirty, but because now Christmas is over, it's oh, yeah. pretty shit. I mean, like but, last weekend was probably one of the worst weekends we've ever had in um, 
in terms of like people through the door. Yeah. But that's just because that's that, this time of year. That's how it goes. Mm. So yeah, I had, I had been in, I had been until the end of January. I got an email back from the guy who interviewed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few days later, he says I've been successful. So I spent the next week or so going back and forth between him and liaison with my current man, just saying, "Look, this is what's happening right now. I need X amount of days here for my hours, and I'm going to take what I can at the new place." But at the moment, is moment I'm not going to have my notice into the bar because you know I'm not sure what my hours are going to be at the new place. I also assume that probably you're going to be moving on to like more of a monthly um, payment on the new place. I'm on my, I'm on monthly payment already for the um, oh, yeah. pub, and right. I'll be going I'll be going monthly at the new place. That's why I'm like reluctant to like search for a new job for myself because I'm on mm. weekly payment, and I know I'll get fucked hard if I move to a new one. I did literally oh. the first month I'd have to work my dick off, and I don't fancy doing. No. The new place, from what I understand, is you get paid on the twenty eighth of every month. And my my current place, I'm working at the bar. I get paid every twenty eight days. So my paydays are maybe like one week. It might be the twenty ninth. Then it might be the twenty fifth. The next month, then the twenty first. The following month. But the day we count, but, uh, like you get paid, you just put. Start a twenty-eight day countdown, Siri. Yes, it's like a, it's basically it's a four weekly payment thing at the bar at the moment. Yeah, but yeah, I'm kind of. I don't know. Anxiety's kicking in now and then because where I'm going is a lot different to the bar I'm doing. It still has a bar, but yeah. it's more of a entertainment venue. Makes sense. Not oh, like I, a cinema. Not, not like a cinema anything like that. But it has like a like a club or. Not so much of a club either. It's. Uh, I'm trying to think what I can. I think I say that we're giving out too much information. Uh, basically, they have um, functions they do which um, allow um, uh, events like shows, pantomimes, um, you know, hyper higher functions, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The the building is owned by my local council, but the staff is employed by another entity. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's um the zero hour contracts, unfortunately. But you know, it's from what I've been reading on the road. I've actually the road now. I've got maybe three, possibly four shifts each each week. So it's not too bad. Telling up about telling about twelve, maybe thirteen hours a week. And well, so, plus if you ever decide to leave your other job and get more into the investor, I'm sure they'll yeah, get more. Yeah, I can free, I can free up more two more days. Yeah. But I've kept the bar going up there for the time being because it's you know it's the guarantee fifteen on my bar and then it's whatever I can pick up at the new place. So I'm going to be getting a lot more money in than I currently am because right now with just getting my twenty hours a week at the bar, it's I'm struggling financially. So it's yeah, that's why I've taken a second job because yeah. I can't I can't live on twenty hours a week. It's just impossible. I, I know. I'm, I ba- I'm basically it's, it's basically going paycheck to paycheck. It's yeah. just. I had uh, the same kind of problem recently uh, with the way the council looked at my Christmas and New Year earnings. So, basically, up until last week when I paid my fucking rent for this month, I was 70 quid short and I was saving double what I'd usually save a week to try and make up the shortfall because instead of me getting like nearly 70 quid a week off them to help towards the rent, like 50 or so, I was getting like 20. Oof. So, it completely shafted me for money but i've just got a, a thing where it's, it's returning more to a, a normal kind of thing uh and as long as i don't do like ridiculous christmas shifts and stuff it'll stay around about the same the only time it'll change really will be like bank holidays 
they're like one-offs that's the thing with how tax works so you may do like two or three weeks of say like 25 hours and then you might get one week of um 40 hours and i'll go oh okay you did 40 hours last week you're going to get this tax from last week for this week it's just weird how it works Uh, yes so basically summed up i'm quite anxious because i my first shift tomorrow but i've got to go from my current job and straight after i've got to go straight to a new job so it's that's gonna be interesting yeah so i'm on i'm kind of on a 12 hour shift tomorrow between two jobs so yeah that's gonna be fun sucks. yeah but I'm, I'm gonna be on my feet almost 12 hours so that's gonna be interesting but i've got the um well i've got the stamina to do that and the um, endurance to stay on my feet all day yeah it's not good for you it's not good for your spine though but yeah no. eh. fuck it Mom. i've been doing it for, i've been doing it for years so and so I, I I joined the Boy Scouts and stuff, so we had to stand all the fucking time when we were younger. I'm used to standing. Yep. Uh, right, are we uh, going to slide into the gaming news now? Yeah, we can do. Okay, um, as we all know, well, I hope everyone knows, uh, a new game released recently called Apex Legends. What's this? Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind totally of a... New. Yeah, it's kind of like, a, it's kind of like the uh, Battle Royale, a Fortnite-esque kind of thing. I think I talked about it briefly the last podcast. I can't remember, but it was it's basically Titanfall Battle Royale. Yeah, you did. Um, so far in its first week, it's had 25 million downloads in its first week. I, I played a little bit last night. Um, I don't know what to make of it. Like I say, a little bit. I played one game, and that's what I'm done. <laughs> it's very different to PUBG. It's It's more cartoony. There are things in play like... Um, when you die, if your character on your team can get to your body, they can take a thing called your banner, take it to a revive station, and have you basically revive and brought in on a dropship to drop back in. Uh, yeah. The map is a lot smaller from what I can tell than a, a PUBG map or a Fortnite map. Um, and I have no clue how the guns worked because I got shat on immediately when I got in combat. So uh, it's basically saying, you know, work as a team and don't go guns blazing, basically. You know, yeah. and push and push as a push as a unit. You don't play as like a random character. You have like classes of character. So there's kind like of, a, a medic kind of how um oh what game was it was it oh shit there's an old game on the 360 I think it was it's kind of like um well like Team Fortress uh, if you were gonna have those kind of. Oh, yeah, it was um, God, what was it? It was um, yeah. As I, I'm trying to think which um, skin it was. Uh, I think it was like a, I don't know, maybe a, um, a Gears of War esque kind of thing. They did a um, kind of same same type of thing like a like a Halo Wars kind of thing, but we got um Gears of War. I can't actually think of the game. I guess to look that up later. I can't I think. Don't. But um, oh no, yeah. it's no, it's it was Quake Wars. Sorry, Quake. All right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, not fucking Gears of War. Well, that's more like a hero shooter sort of thing. Or oh, this is like a hero shooter survivor. If you're gonna throw the names, generic names at them. So like mm. they've got like a healer. You've got a guy who like um, that's like a generic soldier that has like a mortar attack. Like an infiltrator, that kind of thing. I, I'm not quite sure of all of them, but there's like one that like can void walk, which was a Titanfall two thing. Where you basically switch dimensions and pop back. So that's, I mean, that's good if you want to infiltrate. 
uh, a group of people and stuff. I think it also has. Um, Didn't one of the Titans do that? Yeah, but also one of the, the um, players did that as well as like their ability. I need to play Titanfall two again. I've got it. I just don't, I just don't really play it because it's the point now where everyone's so fucking good at the game. Yeah, and they're really good at mobility and stuff. I'm not that good at mobility. That's the problem. The hyper mobility games kind of ruin it for me. Uh, this I mean, is not so much. There's no wall running. I mean, I did the um the training course on Titanfall two in about know, like twenty nine seconds. It's the fastest I can do. Uh... I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't get any faster than that. Yeah, I've I've not even tried to beat the records on that. But yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be a good game. It's di- it's different enough not to be a Fortnite clone or a PUBG clone. Um, and we'll see how it goes, how it stays relevant going forward. Because it could be like it has like this month or two of burst, and then it just like falls off, or it could be nurtured really well and work really well. Doesn't EA own this kind of thing? Well, it is. It's EA. Um, yeah. EA and Respawn. EA and... That's right, Respawn. So we, we thought we were getting away without talking about EA this one. <laughs> but um, there is microtransactions in the game, so... For what it's worth... Cosmetics, though. EA have a... Um, like a they have, have a Fortnite in their hands, don't they? More or less. Oh. Yeah. So I'd hate to admit it. it. Well, if handled correctly, yes. If not handled correctly, it's going to squander in the, the PUBG niche market of... People love P- PUBG... But it's just not as like needy and qualify as fucking Fortnite is. I mean, Fortnite appeals to like, young, old alike. Whereas for me, PUBG is more your tactical, slow thinkers. Maybe like a late teen to late adult kind of thing. It's not yeah. a. Choosing when to bunk. Choosing when to bunker down and fight from cover, then when to press for the um circle. Yeah, I mean, I. I have plenty of games where we, we fuck up and stuff in, in the game just because I'm positioned wrong. They have better positioning. Or they watch me peek the same window twice and fucking take my head off. <laughs> or I peek the window wrong and I give myself away more than I should do. There's all like these things you learn as you play. Of, like how to use these solid immovable objects to your uh, will. Yeah. But... um. I just don't know with with Apex. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it as much as people think. Um, yeah. So wish the best of luck, though. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. If it kills Fortnite off, I'm happy with that. Like I said, it's it's good. It's like bright, vibrant, and colourful enough where it might appeal to all. Um, but we'll see how it goes moving forward. It it has potential. I don't know if it will potentially lead to me. The ping system on it's good. Like um, you can like tap a shoulder button. Depending on how you tap it, it's different things. So like you can tap a direction. It's like oh, I think we should go here, and your character will go. I think we should go over here, and then um, like if you spot an enemy, if you double tap it on the enemy, it's like enemy spotted over there, and it'll ping like on the map and on in the like the game where they are. Um, and you can like ping weapons, and your character will say, "Oh, I've got like a, a level two helmet here, or I've got a level two vest here, or there's this gun here, or there's ammo here." Mm. And you can even like thank people for like doing that. So I, I like that in the system. So like you don't need a mic to communicate. Whereas like with PUBG and I think with like Fortnite and stuff like that, you have to 
use the mics you have to communicate otherwise you're just following somebody around aimlessly yes like um enemy at 55 or 315 Hmm. but then again the the way pubg is designed is designed for the more um squad based tactical you have to talk to your teammates Mm. well yeah good luck to apex we'll see how it goes um Next one up, now I've done a bit of research on this. There were rumors are going about the now that Xbox's um thing for Scalebound, the game that was coming out a couple of years ago from Platinum Games, uh they kinda like haven't renewed their deal with Platinum Games. They cancelled the game. Uh it was meant to be coming out like it got announced in twenty fourteen. Uh, it was then said it was going to come out in 2016, uh, and it was cancelled in 2017. Now, Platinum Games are guys who did like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, and they've done uh, Near Automata, and lots of other games. And they usually have a really good, really smooth run for getting stuff out. And um, apparently, they had some real development issues with like the engine and stuff, getting it running great and stuff to go out on xbox and in the end it just caused problems where they cancelled the game outright and they've moved on to different things but now there's rumors around that nintendo are snatching it up and they're going to release it on the switch which raises a whole load of questions like is the game going to look like how it did in 2014 when they first announced it is it going to be very watered down? Is the graphics going to be scaled back a lot? There's all these things, and some of like the old Platinum game like staff who have moved on since then are saying, well, I've not heard about it from my friends who still work there, but it seems unlikely. But it, apparently it's, it's generating a lot of buzz right now in the uh, communities that this could happen. But... um. As much as I want to see Scalebound come out and it be a thing, I don't think it's going to be coming. Unless a different company that isn't Platinum Games buy up the whole rights and the engine and the game as it is, I don't think it's coming to Switch or even Xbox or even PS4 or PC. It's going to just stay dead. Because there are plenty of games that they've like got to come out, like Star Wars 1313 and stuff like that. And they were very far along in development, and then just the hammer of shit comes in and just smashes it down and kills it. So, Scalebound, I know people want it to come out. I don't think it's going to come out. If it does, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, I'm hoping it does. It'd be interesting to see what happens, because it was co-op as well. It was like four-player co-ops, because you could ride your dragon, but then I think you could take on dragon powers as well. I think that was the thing, because like, your arm is like a dragon arm for some reason. <laughs> I don't know exactly what the stories are, but you kind of looked like uh, the Devil May Cry reboot Dante as well. Oh, with the demonic um, lizard arm kind of thing. Yeah, but the, you know the, the DMC Devil May Cry one that came out a couple of years back? Where he's got the short hair and he's got the red jacket and he looks all emo and twatty. It's yeah. like a more cleaned up version of that with white hair. The the all the trailers and that I saw for it. Mm-hmm. It was like if Dante had got a dragon arm and became friends with a dragon. 
and wasn't so much of a dickhead. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one and see what goes on. Um, like I said, I don't think it'll come out, but it will be interesting to see if it does. Uh, things that are coming out, though, the Nintendo Direct came out. Disappointed by this, there was no talk of Animal Crossing whatsoever, but they fucking threw two massive bangers out there in the form of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the original Final Fantasy VII is coming to the Switch. Oh, yes. And then Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. They re- they're remaking it, and it looks so fucking good because I played that on the Game Boy Color. That's one of the games I have, I finished. I didn't play the DX version. I had the original version. I had to go find a guide up, get through the fucking forest, go find the fucking sword because the twatty squirrel would fuck you off if you didn't get it right. Was it a squirrel or a skunk? I can't remember. But there was like this like raccoon squirrel thing that would tell you were going the wrong way. And if you fucking didn't do the like, the the exact direct thing that was right, you always came back out at the beginning again. And I needed a guide to complete that because I had no fucking idea. That sounds more annoying than Navi. Yeah, it wasn't like a companion character though. He was just like, I'm in this wood. I'm you're going the wrong way. Ha 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 ha. I think you have to like throw magic dust on him or something like that and he turns back into a human and then he can progress through the thing normally. But it was one of those things you, you didn't know. You didn't know how to do that. Um, because the whole point of Link's Awakening is um, <coughs> you wash up on this island where everything doesn't seem quite right mm. and there's this thing called I think it was like the, the wind fish or something like that and you have to wake it up because it's asleep. And like the the just the intro was really fucking cool because it's like a really like anime style intro uh, on the on the trailer for this, and like it's exactly how the original one started. So you're in the sea, you're in a boat, fucking lightning striking everywhere. Lightning strikes the boat. You end up washing up along the shore, and I think her name is Marin. Comes and finds you and takes you back to her house and saves you. And then it's like you start the adventure from her house and it's like, oh yeah, I've got you the shield. That's all I found. I think I've seen your sword down at the beach and you like have to go down to the, the beach. But you've only got a shield. So you have to block all the enemy attacks with the shield. So you can go get your sword back so you can actually fight them. Which is a cool little like intro concept <coughs> to shield because I don't think it was kind of made aware that you could do that. But you had like a dedicated shield button, so it's like you press B, I think it was, and you pull your shield up and block everything. But then you could also like hold your sword out and charge it and do the fucking spin attack. But it, it was like a real fun game. I enjoyed it. I liked the idea of the game. Um, going forward... Do we know the release dates of these two? Or? It's this year. This I think... Year. Ooh. Final Fantasy Nine, by the way, is already out on the Switch. That came out like, yeah. the day after the, the Nintendo Direct, and I think next month is for Final Fantasy Seven. Like, I think I want to say March twenty ninth. Don't quote me on that. So but, first I, quarter. Yeah. So, so that alone may persuade me to go get a Switch because I was a very avid Final Fantasy Seven player when I was a kid. And you can take it on the go. Mm. You can sit on the shit and play Final Fantasy. <laughs> So, uh... I mean, I still got my copy of Final Fantasy VII on my PS One, hmm. and oh, I want to play that again now. Just, I'm just reminiscing so hard on it. <laughs> it was on like five or six discs or something daft like that. 
It was a uh, three I have a call. Uh Final Fantasy VIII had four. Uh Final Fantasy Nine, I'd like to say had four as well, I think. Final Fantasy, Final, Fantasy, Final Fantasy X on the PS2 that I think that only had one. Well, I'm going to say by then you had larger disc size though, didn't you? Yeah, it was more DVD-ROM rather than CD-ROM. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see what the download is for Final Fantasy VII. I imagine it's going to be a couple of gig. Mm. Easy. There's, there's one, there's one um, boss in Final Fantasy VII that always stood out to me. It was the... Um, I was one of these bosses in the safe in the Nibelheim mansion. I think it was called Forgotten Number. Yeah. Uh, when, when he get when he gets part of his part half past half his health, he like rips off um, part of his um attire and he turns demonic, like really really aggressive, and he starts twatting you for like fourteen hundred damage. Oh jeez. And you needed to kill this thing to get a um a ultra ultra um uh. Limit break for one of the characters. I think. I think it was for um, Vincent. Yeah, mm. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, what was it? Uh, I mean, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's been years. Um, I only really played eight. I only played like an hour or two of it because it was one of those things where I like Pokemon, but that kind of turn-based combat was a little bit slow for me. Hmm. It wasn't too bad. I completed that a couple of times. But the first time I completed it, I kind of screwed myself over by missing a load of um, side quests kind of thing. And I ended up going through the whole entire end of the game with basically really subpar shitty weapons. It's like me playing the Borderlands 2 for the first time. I uh, min-maxed it and got through and completed the game at level 29. <laughs> Considering that the, the last boss is like level 32 on... Normal, on, stand, on standard, then on it's standard. Uh, 50 on true. Yeah, and I, I basically just hid where it couldn't hit me. And just... Just, just cheese, it just cheese the, cheese the <laughs> fuck out of it. I, I must have spent like half an hour killing this fucker as well. But, um... Yeah. I need to play Borderlands again. I've got, I've got them both on Xbox still. And I've got mm. the, the Borderlands 2, but I don't have my save game. I didn't claim it to the cloud before I got rid of my old console because I had like a oh. level. That can almost parallel you if you want. I could do. I I, I wanted to get Krieg because Krieg was fun. Krieg was fucking fun to play as. Yeah, it's a blood explosion. It's going to a berserker rage. I I just loved it. It was like the most fun to do, and the fact that he had this, the weirdest one-liners. He didn't give a fuck, and it was brilliant. Um, all right. But well, speaking of nostalgia, let's get on to. Uh, Something next here. Anthem came out. It came out yesterday, today, tomorrow, next week. Or, depending on or, EA Pass. Or last week if you had um, Origin Pass. Um, <laughs> or if, if you're on PlayStation 4, though, fuck you. you got to wait till the 29th, I think it is. That's today, 22nd. 22nd now, even. All right, cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so mainly, eh, reviews. Eh, reviews. It's nice looking. It's flying around. So it's most like you'll get like flying around as Iron Man. But... It's very, the missions are all very the same. Go to A, kill things. Go to B, collect thing. Go back to C, hand in. Didn't they, um, done some sort of, with a with really weird, um, weapon exchange kind of thing? You have to go back to the shop to change your weapon. I don't know. I, I did, because, like, the thing I watched about this was just saying how people said, yeah, the game's really nice looking, but it's very, like, 
a hollow bland. experience, very bland. There's not much to it. And the people are just saying, well, if you want the grind, go play Destiny. Also, apparently it has a shit ton of loading going on. You will spend more of your time loading between areas, that, which in an open world game doesn't sound very good, by the way. This expansive open world game that they keep telling you it is, and you will load stuff constantly. And it's not a small load either, like a 30 second load. Oof. Probably do, yeah, because like there was a tweet that's like, oh, collect mission with friend, go to tunnel, load, uh, run through tunnel, load, go into room, load, and it's like I think it's got like he loaded about fifteen times in probably like a twenty minute period. Do you think it's possible to do what they did with um? One of the old Tony Hawk's games where you'd go from area to area where you can still skateboard and shit while it loaded frantically the next zones kind of thing. You'd go like these through these really long corridors while the game yeah. would load the next area. Uh, maybe, but the, the so thing with like, that as well, they said if you did it quick enough, it made it lo- sit and load anyway. Because <laughs> if you got too, too too fast through the, that load area, it'd be like, oh, you've gone too fast. Please wait while we load this area. <laughs> it was Tony Hawk's Wastelands, by the way. I literally watched a video about it. It's like how t- how uh, developers hid loading screens. I think you watched the same video than I did yeah. the other day, actually. Um, Mass Effect, the original one, had the ridiculously long yeah, elevator long elevators. Yeah. Oh, who else was that? It was um, with, um, was it Batman Arkham Asylum? They had those um, long cutscenes where you had all this talking and shit. I think they got oh, that like from Mich- Gears of War, though, because Gears of War had the same thing where you'd be like, Anya, no, no, talking to him, thing, hand to my ear. And it's the same animation. Hmm. And you wouldn't be able to really move quick enough, and it gives the game a chance to load in front of you. I like that sort of thing. I like the ideas. <coughs> it's like with, it's like with Elite Dangerous. They hide their loading screens with the um the hyperspace jump. Yeah. So it's it's kind of seamless. You may kind of like jitter a little bit now and then, but it's um you know. Yeah. Oh, I'll be right back. Hold on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, so we, it seems we both watched exactly the same video. Um, that's cool. But, uh, yeah. Anthem, not doing very well, basically, is what we can get out of this. Uh, but I'm going to skip ahead while well, Dolph's disappeared. Well, this is going to be back anytime soon, I don't know. Um, so there's a new Battle Royale. Battle, ball, battle royale words. Words are good. Words are good when I can say them out loud. Um, which I struggled at the quiz as well. We have a, a Tuesday night quiz that I had to read the other day, and um, I kind I of struggled a little bit in reading it. Just because, like, I was so worried about some of the words that I never read before that I fucked up anatomical. Sorry, my apologies about that. That was a fine. That's fine. But, um, yeah, so. <laughs> Tetris 99. I've I jumped ahead. So Oh right, okay. Cuz uh, okay, I thought yeah. I, I can talk about this while you're not around. Tetris 99. It's it's Tetris Battle Royale. It sounds fucking stupid, but it's fucking great. You uh you versus 98 other people. We did the math earlier. I used the the math kid that is my boy. Cuz I counted the rows and counted how many rows of rows there were. Mm-hmm. And I went, what's 7 times 7? He goes, like, 49. So, what's that doubled? And he goes, 98. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. 
Right. Uh, so yeah, basically, you versus 98 other players. And you have to play Tetris better than everybody else. Because um, if you don't play Tetris well enough, and people have got themselves to like attack or something, they will drop lines on you like it's a versus match in original Tetris. But um, It's a little bit like um, Dr. Over's Mean Bean Machine, in a sense. Yeah. It's that kind of mechanic. It's like you get rid of stuff and it sends it to the other people if you do well enough on getting rid of stuff. And the more you knock people out of the game by basically making them line out at the top, um, they will then give you like a percentage increase so you have more chance of sending more lines to the next person you dump lines on. So if you get a Tetris and you've got like a 50% chance, uh, well, 50% up, it will send another two lines on top of those five you already sent because they're up and then you can do like combos and a thing called a t-spin combo and it sends like extra stuff your way but there can be games where i've got down to the top five i think i've got lowest done does it um have like the cascade um function on it at all or what where shit just gets like just crashes on you well, well, you do one line, then the one lines above will fall into next lines and carry on cascading no, down. No, because it's one of those things where you need the the piece to complete the line. Hmm. But, then do like certain brick pieces break if there's nothing underneath the piece, kind of thing. So there's no. a, with the, the um the line, with the um it's like old school. Oh, oh, okay, right. So like that whole line just drops down and becomes the the line that you got rid of. So none of the blocks um, break apart. There's a no, space beneath them. It's not like me and Bean Machine where they'll just like sink into the next bit. Oh, okay, right. So there's no cascades like that. Um, because fuck you, there'd be some mean bastard who makes like a a really nasty like line, drops a Tetris, and then everything just fucking everyone's fucked. No, but um, there there are games where I've got to like top five, and there are games where the fucking like, in the first 30 seconds, I just get shit on completely by everybody. Because if you put yourself to attack, you attack people who are attacking you. And if there's no one attacking, you pick a random attacker. Attack. I know it sounds fucking convoluted, but basically... Um, could you could you just say defense until you go and attack and just basically fuck well, you everyone you can go, up. like, random and just pick random people to attack. The game is you have to attack somebody. Okay. And you see lines of people attacking you appear on the bottom of your screen from their thing down to you. And then there's like a meter shown on the left when things are coming your way. So I think just simple uh, white are just regular ones. Yellows are combo ones and reds are like Tetris fucking stuff. So there are times where I've just been starting off and someone's like throwing fucking three Tetrises at me. And I'm just like I'm fucked if I don't get some lines cleared to try and like negate some of these things and like tone it down from like a red, it's gonna fuck me, to like a yellow or even a grey, because it, it'll drop like minimum of five lines on a Tetris. Oof. So Especially like, you've got the um, tall long brick. Yeah, so it drops like five lines. <coughs> I think a double drops one, uh, three drops two, and so on and so forth. But if you then combo lines by doing like the next line, the next line, the next line, the next line. It will um, then like add those on as well. So potentially you could drop a Tetris, a Tetris, and then a double and send 
close to like 12 to 15 lines on them. Which... Imagine saying that all to one person. Oh, yeah. just fuck their day up. It does, yeah. I mean, that's what happens to me, I think, sometimes. is like you just get a couple of people Tetris and they're set to attack and they just pick somebody. And it randomly picks you. So you get like two Tetrises just hit your fucking board and you're just like, well, nice knowing you. But it's it's addictive. So that, that was like a fun thing to do. I keep playing it every now and again. I think I'm like level 15. Um... But the stats don't seem to mean much. There's no leaderboards from what I can tell. Uh, and you don't even know who you're playing until you get to like the leaderboard at the end of that particular session. Yeah. It tells you where you placed. But I'd love to see like proper like MLG players like Shroud have a go at it. And to see if he's ridiculous on that like he is on every other fucking game he picks up. But there was a, a guy who's posted already on uh, the internet. He's had a 34 kill streak on Tetris. And completed the fucking game. Like at number one. And it's like <laughs> 34 fucking kills. And he's talking to the chat while he's doing it. Damn. I know. It's like, fuck me. I, I can't even look at the chat while I'm doing that. I look I'm away not... and I fuck up. And then I'm like spending two minutes trying to figure it out if I'm going to survive or not. I can't even talk to one person on the phone or headset on Xbox and message someone else on my mobile. I can't even I can do that. I'm I'm a lot better at multitasking than I yeah, used to be, but fuck, still I don't want to. It's a it's a case of I send a message and I say I was just saying I'm sorry I'm top message I didn't hear what you said what. He's <laughs> like he's yeah. like, like oh anyways it's like he messaged so I just messaged messaged a friend he's just asked he's trying to multitask or multi fail he's not even looking. Yeah, but yeah Tetris 99 uh it's free as well. Ooh. No microtransactions or anything it's just a free you just have to be a part of Nintendo Online. Which is like three pounds a month. So. Can you get like a yearly thing? Or yeah, it... it's, it's like it's like twenty five, thirty five, uh, thirty odd quid a month. I bought it for somebody for Christmas, and it was like it was less than like thirty five quid a month, a year even. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just paying know. like three pound ninety nine a month because I just didn't have the money to buy it as a yearly. <clears throat> but that's a lot cheaper than like I think I'm paying six pounds for Xbox Live a month. Four pounds for Nintendo Online a month, and then I'm paying like eight quid for Netflix. It's like Netflix is dying, by the way, because of the Marvel stuff coming off. Jessica Jones season three is going to be the last season of Marvel Netflix, and then the only reason I'll go back to Netflix is like when the next Star Trek Discovery comes out. Yeah, um, the next season of that. Oh yeah, also just quickly, what about Star Trek? Star Trek uh, oh, it begins with a D as well, not Discovery it's called uh, the Destiny, that was it Star Trek Destiny, with old man John Luke Picard D. he's back fucking Patrick Stewart reprised his role, I've seen a, a, a photo of him on set in his fucking Starfleet uniform he looks banging and I'm just like, yes, thank you for bringing him back, if they're going to bring back any of the other next gen cast, I don't know, but just to see Picard back in action. I don't care if he doesn't do anything um, crazy. It's still really cool to see him coming back. So, um, we're going to get on to the shit on Fallout 76 section of the game, of the <laughs> podcast. We're going to start with um, the, the, <laughs> the, the bundles that people are selling for. So, the first one I want to talk about is the one that's worth more than the one I'm going to talk about in a minute. 
So yeah. some GameStop stores in Germany, they've been given away with controllers and stuff. They're also given away with external hard drives. Uh, buy an external yes. hard drive, get fucking Fallout 76. But then a Polish store is like, hold my beer. <laughs> if you buy the equivalent of a $5 thumbstick grip attachment for your controllers, they'll give you the fucking game for free. <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you watch this. be like, um, I don't think you can fucking top that, actually, to fair. Well, you can. Walk through the shop, walk into the shop, and just get <laughs> given a copy of it. Yeah, take one. <laughs> one per, one per what customer. What is five uh, dollars in UK money? It's £3.84. Uh, so you can get a copy of Fallout 76 from Poland, which is EU, by the way, so it should work on our consoles. Yeah, <laughs> um, Where's um, Polish currency? It's um, Polish... No, I think they're, I think they're classed as Euro. Because the, the article I saw about this was, it was Euro. They were doing the prices in. Um, but the guy who worked it out was like, it's like five dollars in U- U.S. money, so <laughs> for under four pounds for the price of a Big Mac meal, you can get Fallout seventy six <laughs> and some thumb grips which you like to use. <laughs> yes, I love it. I just, I just love how they've shat completely on this game because there's no confidence in this game whatsoever. Okay. One Poland's lotty is twenty pence, so that would be how much was the dollars? Three pound ninety-eight, was it? It was three pound eighty-four in UK. Three pound eighty-four is nineteen lotty. Yeah, <laughs> so either way, it's fucking cheap, and that's like the cheapest Damn. anyone's <laughs> selling them for at the moment. Well, selling them all for the... so far. Yeah, that's like the cheapest bundle where you get that. <laughs> Until people start handing it out. Uh, oh, apparently I've, I've heard as well um, that a guy got banned recently for having too much ammo. Oh, you've yeah, actually yeah, put it in here as well, I yeah. S- yeah, I saw it um, earlier, actually. I forget whose channel it was on on YouTube. But yeah, the story is he's, um, he's been banned for having too much ammo, yet he's got over 900 hours clocked on Fallout 76. So he's been basically playing since release. So he's the only guy that's still playing the fucking game. Well, not, not, not now he's not. Well, yeah, not now he's not, but he was the only guy that was playing the game. He was the only guy that was giving Bethesda money, probably, and they've just gone, nope, get out. It worked out, someone worked out, it's about nine hours a day he was putting into the game. Fuck no. If Yeah, but it's, it's a bit sketchy. It's, um, basically he had, it had, it, it'd have, um, Two or three characters, he'd have, um, you know, them collecting one type of ammo and just testing weapons out on his main. But because I think what I read was the, how the the anti cheat works with the Fallout 76 online, it doesn't say where the ammo is coming from, just that you've picked the ammo up. And if it sees you, if basically if you trade back and forth between the same person of say like 40 bullets each time, it doesn't read those as 40 bullets, it'll read it as 80 bullets. So it'll, it just thinks it um, doesn't read the bullet transfer as 40. It will read it, read it as 80 don't, don't if you just, do it back and forth. 
it's it's just weird how like their own anti cheat system doesn't take into allowance. Oh, my mate's got like a hundred ammo. He's gave me. Oh no, it's it's probably because that's what they're probably trying to get rid of the dupe thing. But the fact that there's another account handing him this gear. It's, it's not so much. It's up. not. It's not using the trade function in the game because, from what the guy said, is um, it's just too fucking tedious to use the trade function. Basically, what you would do, he would um, put the ammo he wanted to trade over to the other account into a, into like a um, like into a container. He would out tab out to the main character and pick it up. It's sketchy, it's, yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It's not breaking any rules because he's legitimately found the ammo. He's put it in a chest. The game sees that he's put it in the chest. And then the other character's taking it out of that chest. That's like me and you going, oh, I've got some ammo in that crate. Do you want it? Yeah, right. Mm. The fact that you have to go through their official trade thing kind of sucks ass. And which is another reason why Fallout 76 has probably got just that guy, well, had that one guy doing this old tabbing fucking alt account thing because there was no fucker else to help him. I also want to know, did they fix the guy who was immortal? Uh, no news as, as of yet, unfortunately. Still, still. To be fair, fair, I haven't actually, actually looked into it. Uh, no, neither have I. I, I. To be fair, though, you'd have thought someone would have mentioned it now. It's like, guy able to die. I'll have a quick look for you, hold on. So if you can hear all the tappy tap 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 tap. Oh, that's fine. But it just, it just seems weird that people... Like, weird. So weird. Oh, by the way, back to the anthem thing quickly as well. There's yeah. Also, numerous bugs that have come up in there, like not being able to save your progress, uh, game just crashing, like some really Bethesda style shit that they've come out with. And that had like an open beta, two open betas or something daft like mm. that before they released that game. So it's not like they didn't have polish time. And I don't know. I, I don't like the fact that people are releasing games unfinished these days. I mean, Fallout 76 could have been a really good game, but they released it unfinished, and you can tell they released it unfinished because of how bad the mechanics are in that game. And we all know how I stand on Bethesda, and how they're wacky fucking... You don't know if they're gonna rub soup in your hair or shit in your face. But they think they can get away with it, and um, they're not. They're not getting away with it anymore. And the fact that people are giving away this, like, Probably a couple of hundred million dollars worth of development. Wait for five pounds or less with thumbsticks. Just shows you how badly they fucked up. And um, was it that Bethesda, Zenimax, and ID Software are like the same development house? And I think now, so they're they're relying probably. On anything that id software is doing because they're the only ones that are getting money out of things it would be very interesting to uh look into that and see how this extra um this extra strain they're, they're, they're putting on their other development houses by bethesda sucking dick and using to update engines and stuff yeah I'm assuming you've not found anything. No, still nothing. Although people have started to say um, he's basically found an exploit and he's basically called it a bug and they called him the cheater, basically. So... Well, if it's an exploit you can't undo, then it is a bug. Well, he basically it's an exploit he doesn't 
say that how he's done it. But well, if he didn't know how he did it, though, it's yeah. Because if uh, I don't know, it's, I've, I've not found out if it's just people are kind of accusing of um, finding an exploit and not saying he can't replicate it. There are things in it all the time. It's like I've had numerous games where, especially in PUBG, where I'll slide down a really slight, like slidey slope. I take a little bit of damage and instantly die, even though the slide, the slope isn't enough to kill me. The fall, and it's not. I'm falling. I'm sliding down the hill. But the game will say you fell to your death. And I've had that happen to me so many fucking times. Because the game thinks I'm going faster and f dropping further than I am. So it just downs me straight away. Or if I'm in solos, it just kills me straight away. There's a weird thing that happened with me on um, uh, Dragon's Dogma on the 360 a couple of years, quite a few years back, actually. I used to play as a wizard class because they were so fucking OP on them. But their double jump would be like a... Um, basically, they'd hold their staff vertical and you'd kind of like hover and slowly drop. Yeah. So you could basically cross large gaps with um, this ability and... The Princess Peach's skirt defense. Pretty much. But it, the way the, um, the, the fall mechanic worked, it doesn't um, uh, calculate the distance you drop from when you first... when you do your double jump. It basically... It basically... Um, it, Gauges your distance from the ground for when you start your hover. So if you drop it, if you drop your hover and you're like a couple of inches off the ground, as soon as your hover ends, you basically just flat like a pancake. You're dead. It okay. times it from where you're first, where you first jump. So <laughs> it's, it's weird. It doesn't take the momentum out of it. Is that was the the, the hover. The hover does. It slows you right down. It's a slow your hover. Well, it slows it, you right down. But from where, from when you activate your hover, if you're like. 400 meters up in the air, and you activate the hover like a 10 meters off the floor. As soon as the hover ends, you're basically taking 390 meters worth of damage. So that it's shouldn't weird. be the case, because it should no. say it should say you are now beyond, like you're not falling fast enough to this to hurt you, even though you have fell this entire distance. Yeah, but and it's kind of like uh, the opposite way round for PUBG. It's like I've fallen 10 feet, but it's multiplied it because I'm on a slope by about 50. Yeah. So I instantly die. And it's like, that. I'd have been better to just jump that 20 feet, take the small damage, rather than... Rather than slide the... and take, like, 90. Yeah, rather than roll down the cliff and, like, slide and then die. That's exactly what happens. It's like, you just take a little bit of damage, and I took, like, 20% damage, and then the game just went, no, you're dead, and just fucking killed me. Yeah. And the amount of times that's happened to me, and I've just, like, punched the fuck out of the desk, because it's just ruined like any chance I had of just being in a good mood just because of a shitty bug in a mechanic and it is probably just some digits the yeah momentum... I, think it, I think it's just a bug I think they may have fixed it by now but it was an interesting bug when I found out I was like oh okay oh, shit yeah, they're still in I'll, I'll, re I'll, I'll reload my save oh fuck that was like three hours ago cock yeah. I'm gonna say it's definitely still in PUBG because it happened to me yesterday and I was really fucked off because <laughs> it happened with me and Dolph uh, not me and Dolph me and Spark I was like running down the hill and I ran down the hill, and I knew this was a part of the hill I could run down. Slid a bit, went, oh shit. Took 20 bit of damage, and I'm like, oh, I'm good. And then it just went, nope, you've, you've knocked out by falling. And it was like, I hit the ground again, like, 
took the little bit of damage, like the, the 15 foot fall damage. But the game then amplified the fact that I'd been moving quick. And I just went... Splat. Yeah. And it's like, well, you shouldn't have done that in the first place. You should make me slide and give me a bit of damage at the bottom. Or if I'm going too fast down the slide, yeah, then maybe kill me at the bottom of the hill. Don't kill me two-thirds of the way up. Because it did. It was like, I, I slid for a second and died. Or in this case, I slid for a second and got knocked out. Mm. And it's like, well, that shouldn't be the case. You should give me a chance to try and correct it. Or hit the bottom of the hill and then get knocked out. But it just it is just fucking odd how that bug works. Update also on PUBG while I'm there. They are also fixing the you know the, the FPS affecting how the like, SMGs oh, and that fire for the for less um, able performance PCs. Yeah, it's on the test servers now. They are running a test where basically they don't count. Because uh, it's to do with the frames. The frames calculate how much the gun moves between like frames. So if you're only seeing 30 frames a second, you've got less time for the gun to be calculated. So they have to slow down the gun. But they're like kind of working around that so it doesn't... Well, so higher frame, higher frame rates will fire, fire slower? Uh, no, higher frame rates will fire faster because there's more frames in that second for it to calculate how much the gun's moving. Hmm. Whereas if, because they, they showed you like a side-by-side -side of the Grozer, which can dump its ammo in like a second. It's like a 40-round clip in a, a second. And it's like a second and a half for 30 frames a second over 60 frames a second. So it's like a second for 60 frames, second and a half for like 30 frames. And the that is like unacceptable, especially on lower-end computers and stuff. So the workaround they're working on, from what I can tell, is they're just going to take the equation of it using the um, the frame rate to calculate. They're going to do some back-end thing, I think, to work out where it's just like, you've held the trigger down. This is how long it's going to fire for at full whack, regardless of whether your frames are fast or not. Which I think is a better idea, but it just means that everything will have a very set recoil. Instead of you being able to like kind of manage the recall by like bursting or stuff like that, mm. it it will have a very definite recall while you're holding down the trigger, sort of thing. Whereas before it was like you could kind of work around the, the recall a little bit. Like I always had less recall because of my lower frame rate. But, um, yeah, so I might have to give him more chance to um go for burst fire rather than full auto. Yeah, it's like it doesn't actually say though what the actual fixes that they're just working on it mm. and there's a, a i think this is like a workaround or something let me try and find that article see if i can find it uh you because need to pubg uh pubg here we are fps affecting rate of fire see if i can read this up because this is one of those things I need to know about it because of my uh, thing. Recently, the community raised an issue where in several games, including PUBG, the fire rate of weapons are affected by the frames per second on the player's PC. Today, we wanted to take a moment about talking about the cause of the issue and what we're doing to alleviate it in PUBG. Uh, current implementation of shooting in burst or full auto relies on the use of timers and triggers, if you will. 
Uh, a timer executes a function after a certain preset time has passed. On the current live server, a fixed delay is taken from the rate of fire. Uh, after the time is set, this timer is... After the time set in this timer... In this timer has passed. What? <laughs> it is then executed on the next possible frame as it cannot occur bef between frames. Should the weapon continue to fire, the new trigger is automatically set with the same fixed delay. So, yeah. If the gun's meant to fire like 30 rounds a second. If you're at 30 FPS, that'll go slow, but something like that? I don't know it works. But the solution they're trying to work on uh, uh, without too much technical details, it aims to mitigate the problem related to with the discrepancy between expected time of fire and the execution of the timer. This happens by modifying the time delay on the portion of the frame time. <coughs> we expect to minimize discrepancies between a frame and the rate of fire. This doesn't mean there won't be any errors, but on average they should be closer to zero uh, than those accumulated in a buffer will decay on each shot and have to keep rate of fire. So what it sounds like they're doing is they are um, working on a way where instead of it like banking shots between <coughs> frames and stuff, it's not going to do that. It's going to kind of like ignore the frames and just rely on a timer instead. Right. But I, I don't know. It's a bit too technical for my fucking brain. So they're not unlocking frame frame rates then. No. Well, I mean, if you have an unlocked frame rate, it still relies on what your graphics card can push. Mm. So having uncapped frame rate means I could go from sixty to thirty to one hundred and twenty. It just it just means that the game will will render different FPS depending on how much impact on my card it is. Whereas if you set it to a set limit, it tries to aim for that limit all the time. Right. But the 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 problem with the FPS link to the fire rate. Is because it has those timers and triggers and how long it takes between those triggers and the frame. Um, the lower frame rates will obviously slow it down. Because there's not enough frames between the timer to work out how the gun fires. And how much recoil to add. But uh, the way they're doing it, it, it sounds like they've got a good idea of how to work around it but it's kind of going over my head mm. um, so speaking of like another punching bag that isn't EA or Blizzard uh, not Blizzard, uh, Bethesda even Activision Blizzard they reported really good profits for the last year but still laid off quite a load of staff feels like 800 or so was it? 800 yeah. plus? And it's kind of weird. I mean, all right, they apparently got a negative. Well, they got a lot of negative with Diablo uh, coming. Uh, Overwatch is very hit and miss. Uh, Here's the storm. I don't know if that even goes. Basically, Blizzard are just relying on World of Warcraft money uh, to keep them floating and occasional Overwatch stuff. And then uh, Activision of Call of Duty. Not Destiny anymore, since Destiny's thing. Um, their little umbrella of safety. Yeah, been taken back by Bungie. Yeah, and um, 
just odd for them to reduce their staffing unless they had extra staff for like things like destiny and as like liaisons and stuff but why would you reduce it even though you were doing really well unless you are money grabbing fuckboys who wanted more money seems a more likely um response like how could we double our profits well if we lay off 20 staff done So do we need those staff? Well, I mean, they would, but we could make the other guys work twice as hard. Make them work twice as hard. Do it. It's 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 stupid. It's like how uh, pub chains will like reduce hours and make like management work harder, or not yeah, allow to save money. Yeah. yeah, or they'll not allow extra staff to be brought in when it's really busy. I personally experienced that where I've had problems where it's been really, really, really fucking busy, and um, we've been. Does that Two staff on, whichever. There's like three staff on, and we needed four. Sometimes at my place, sometimes we have two staff on, and we need fucking four. Hmm. You know, just one to float bar and uh, floor, and one to be predominantly the, the floor and the desserts in the kitchen. But at the moment, on weekends, we have a glass collector that we'll send home early. He's He comes on at a certain time, and he'll go home at a certain time. It's quiet. If not, we keep him on until it gets less busy. See, we don't even get a glass collector. Seriously, we have to hope the customer has bring the glasses back. Otherwise, if we're round to the bar, we just can't get off the bar to get the glasses. Oh yeah, we have that problem all the time. It it's kind of weird when you like one of the more renowned pubs for real ale in in our like area of town. So people mm. will come to us because of our reputation, and sometimes we're giving a subpar reputational standard because we can't always throw. Um, can't always throw extra staff because we're not allowed to, or we don't have the extra staff. Even though some people do think we've got like double the staff we actually have, which is weird. But um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what Activision are playing at. I'll Unless they were like contractors, staff that were doing for like certain contracts, and they've just got rid because they don't need them anymore. But it, it seems like the guys up top are like, "We need more money. How do we make more money? Oh, cut some of the staff. We we make more money because we're not paying as much." Yeah, let's go on with it. I don't know. Fucking stupid. Hmm. Uh, we got one more, haven't we? Um. Yeah. CD Projekt Rev have given a hard pass to Epic's offer to have the upcoming game Cyberpunk as an exclusive to Epic's own launcher. Well, you know why that is. And I'll say fair play to them. Do you know exactly why they've done that? Yeah, so they can't get refunds if, if in the unlikely event that Cyberpunk is crap, which well, is not going to be the case. Not that. It, it's because they want exclusive because, rights. Uh, Metro Exodus did the exclusivity deal from Steam. And the fucking shit show they got for that. CD Projekt Red are like, fuck no, we're not even bothering. Even though they might have been given like a really generous like cut and stuff to join Epic Launcher, the shit show that went off with uh, Metro will have definitely made them think otherwise. Yeah. And obviously they have. So I don't blame them on that. 
I mean, yeah, all right, they're, they're trying to get this extra thing going up. I don't know if they didn't say exclusive. If you say, hey, why don't you put it on our launcher as well and we'll charge this and we'll give you this as well. And then put it on Steam and just put it everywhere. But for the PC market, it seems like you're either on Steam, you're on GOG, or you're now an Epic Launcher or EA. There is no uh, cross-platform games that are on. I think the other one that I've seen that's still on various different ones would be the Microsoft ones. So uh, Astroneer is on Steam and it's on Microsoft Windows. Hmm. But the caveat of the Windows version is you can play it on Xbox. With the Steam version, you can't. Yeah. So that kind of sells it for people who have an Xbox and stuff or... Uh, or a PC player with Xbox sat in the background upstairs or something that's not with a computer. So that's a cool little thing. But when it's like the PC market, CD Projekt Red are definitely, definitely right to say, no, not really. Because exclusivity deals make or break games on uh, on PC. Definitely. Because you start to have one launcher and not the others, you're losing out on Another two platforms for um, revenue. Yeah, and the fact as well that if all your friends play on Steam and you've got it on um, Epic, whatever you can't. Yeah, make. you can't add your Steam friends to Epic Launcher. You can't add your EA friends to Epic Launcher. You can't add anybody to any other launcher. So you're then kind of like shit. Uh, uh, and I and I don't think it's a play anywhere title. I don't. I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think it is as of yet. I wouldn't mind CDPR doing Cyberpunk on Windows and it probably will be as a console. Yeah, play anywhere. That probably will be a thing because Microsoft be like, "Hey, (laughs) guess what? We'll keep your money. We want you to put it on both our Windows platforms. We play it anywhere and sync them up because there's nothing wrong with them doing that." Because they're not saying we don't, we want we want it like exclusively on our fucking platform. They just be like, hey, we just want to make it so it works on both platforms and it rewards people who have us on PC and Xbox. Yeah. Into playing the game more, and they're more likely to buy any extra features or DLC then because they can play it in a, in their choice of where they want to play it. And that kind of benefits CD Projekt Red or anybody else who does the the play anywhere titles, because. I can play Sea of Thieves on my Xbox. I can play Ashenir on my Xbox. I can also play them on PC. And if they release any DLC and stuff, I can buy it once and play it everywhere else. And I'm more likely to buy the DLC because then I have to buy it once. <clears throat> and it works everywhere. Whereas, like, um, not to shit on Stardew Valley, even though I love Stardew Valley, but that game I've bought four times. Uh, I've bought it on Xbox, I've bought it on PC, no, I've three times. And I've bought it on... Um, the Switch. On Switch. But none of it carries over to anything. Why won't uh, start the Stardew Valley? Do you know when their multiplayer update's coming for consoles at all? I don't know. It's already out on Switch. It's not out on PC as far as I'm aware, unless they... They're still beta on it, I think, on PC. Uh, but it's not on Xbox. I know it's definitely not no. on Xbox yet. No. I've not had no update for it yet. I'm interested to play it on Xbox again. Mm. With um, that, But it seems like as well... With the co-op, I think I can just use the farm I've got now, which is like in year three, and just add the multiplayer shacks 
to my house and then use that world as a, a thing. Whereas before you had to start a brand new world. I don't think you have to do that now. If you don't want to. If you don't want to lose like your thing. If you just want to actually have extra people. But don't yeah. quote me on that because I've not really looked into it. But um, yeah. Play Anywhere is a good idea. And it's kind of like how you could, if you had a PS Vita and a PS4, you could kind of remote play. Kind of like how the Wii U had to put the gameplay onto the screen rather than have it as a... Like, or, how you got the, or how you got the cosplay with um, Nintendo Switch and Xbox with the Minecraft. Well, that's not the same, really. It's like remote play more than crossplay. So... Mm. You use the uh, the PSP as like the TV screen. All right. Because I know we were people playing Destiny raids and stuff when they were like on the toilet because they could just their PS Vitas to play like a a remote play version of it. So kind of hmm. a cool idea, and I kind of want to see that with like Switch and Microsoft products going forward because they're adding achievements. As like cross-platform stuff, like you can get Minecraft uh, Xbox achievements on Switch. I have got Minecraft Xbox achievements on Switch, <laughs> so it's uh, all there. It's all been set up in that, so it's cool. Throw in to get it done, and. I don't know. I, I think the only problem will be Sony's reluctance to throw shit in the, their system. Their ecosystem is too big, too small, too crazy, too whatever to sort. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think that's about it. I don't have anything else. Despite the... um. Not as many topics as normally, but it's still um still a good hour and a half out of it. Yeah, we've got an hour and twenty five minutes. So uh like I said, we've had the announcement at the beginning, uh we've had the name change. You know how I stand on everything like that, so just move for all that. And um we're back in a fortnight. We'll try and get two more people in as well. We'll try I'll try and tap T up again, see if we can come get T in, maybe J B again. Uh, maybe even get Skit or a couple of the other guys. I might even try and get old Stim. And or, even, um, or even Yankin Sparks. At one or point. Sparks, yeah. So, um, any questions, please throw them at me at LosG1985 uh, with the hashtag podcast or on Xbox at Dolphin Rapture. Yep. Just make sure you know that like the question you're asking is, is related to the podcast. Make sure it just like, it's like, podcast question. Like I am still trying to get Twitter sorted out. Yeah, I get, really am. I just, I just, <laughs> it's just can't, can't be. But, uh, um, just getting on it, that's all it is. Yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a good couple of weeks. And we'll see you in a fortnight, not the game. The game. Like the catchphrase now, isn't it? Yeah, who knows? In a, in a fortnight, Fortnite not be the biggest game for the nine year olds anymore. Well, apparently, Minecraft is still one of the most played games. Yeah. It has got the bigger install base. It's like a couple of hundred million people have installed Minecraft at this point. Yeah, but I said Minecraft went down longer than Fortnite has. Yeah, but apparently it still has the most consistent amount of players. Mm. It beats Fortnite on consistent amount of people playing the game. I started playing Minecraft when it was in 1.2. Yeah. 
Actually, no, before that, actually. I was about back when, back when um, I don't know, back, I before got... these, back before all these buy-ins or a thing. I, oh, wow, I was even before that. I literally got in Survival Alpha just before beta came on because I paid about seven quid for it. Yeah, I, I think I joined before, you know, Sprinting was a thing, the Hunger was a thing. Yeah, Sprinting wasn't a thing, yeah. Hunger wasn't a thing. Um, Basically, I had like one type of wood as well to make planks. Yeah. But it's like whatever the tree was, it still came out as wood. It was wood planks and wood. It wasn't like acacia wood planks and stuff like that. It was just wood. And dark oak or whatever, yeah. So you didn't have like coloured stu- stuff like that. Uh, I think the enemies back then were creeper, skeleton, zombie. Zombie, yeah. Spider. There wasn't spy- any others. No. Uh, I, think the, I think the nether was in. They... No, it wasn't. No, the nether wasn't in back then. No, the nether wasn't in when I started playing. God. And Minecraft now is at least 10 years old. At least. Fuck, I need to look that up. How old is Minecraft? I think it's close to 14 years, I think. Minecraft. Uh, wow. It's 10 years old. It's 10 years old. From May the 17th. Initially released as what we know as uh, Minecraft Classic on 17th of May 2009. Damn. So it's nearly 10 years old. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we got a bit of tangent there, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, right. We'll, we'll catch you all in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go play some Rust now with JB and probably Max if he's going to come back on or not. And hmm. I'm, um, First of all, we're going to put this podcast up. So, uh, see you in a fortnight, not the game. Yep. Bye. Bye.